0: deva su devaya narayanam namaskritya naran chevanarotamam devim sarasatim vyasam toje mudire nashthapraya shobadreshu nityambhaagavata Bhagavati Uttama Shloki Bhaktir Bhavati (coughs) Naishteke Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, 4th Canto, Chapter 3, Text Number 16. Shri Bhagavan Vacha Shri Bhagavan (coughs) Vacha Twayoditam Shobanam Meva Shobane Toyoditam shobanam Eva Shobane Tayodita Sobana Shobane Anāhutapi Abhyanti Bandusho Anuta Anāutapi Abhyanti Bandusho Padita Dosha Drashtayao Teyadianu Padita Dosadrishtyo Padita Dosha Drish Baliasantmya Madeena Manyuna. Baliasatma. Baliesatna Madea Manyuna. Vacha. The great Lord replied, "Twayam, by you. Uditam said, Shobhanam is true. Eva, certainly. Shobhane, by my dear beautiful wife. Ana, without being invited. Api, even. Abhiyanti, go, bandushu, among friends, te, dos, yadi, if, Anutpadita dosha drishtaya, not finding fault, bali yasa, more important, anatmya madena, pride caused by identification with the body. Manyuna by anger. Translation Papadbharesala Prabhupada. The great Lord replied, My dear beautiful wife, you have said that one may go to a friend's house without being invited. And this is true. Provided such a friend does not find fault. With the guest because of bodily identification, thereby become angry towards him purport. Lord Shiva could foresee that as soon as Sati reached her father's house, her father Daksha, being too puffed up because of bodily identification, would be angry at her presence. And although she was innocent and faultless, he would be mercilessly angry towards her. Lord Shiva warned that since her father was too puffed up by his material possessions, he would be angry and thus would be intolerable for her. Therefore, it was better that she not go. This fact was already experienced by Lord Shiva, because although Lord Shiva was faultless, Daksha had cursed him in so many harsh words. Thus, since the Bhaktivedanta purpose. We'll read the next verse also. Vidyātapo vittava pūrvaiha kulai satāṁ gunai sadbhir asattamitare smrto hatāyāṁ bhritamāna durdrśāha stabdāna pashanti dhāma bāvu Although the six qualities of education, austerity, wealth, beauty, <coughs> youth and heritage are for the highly elevated, one who is proud of possessing them becomes blind, and thus he loses his good sense and cannot appreciate the glories of great personalities. <coughs> it may be argued that since Daksha was very learned, wealthy and austere, and has descended from a very exalted heritage, How could he unnecessarily, how could he be unnecessarily angry towards another? The answer is that when the qualities of good education, good parentage, beauty and sufficient wealth are misplaced in a person who is puffed up by all these possessions, they become, they produce a very bad result. (coughs) Milk is a very nice food, but when milk is touched by an envious serpent, it becomes poisonous. Similarly, material assets such as education, wealth, beauty, good parentage are out, totally nice but when they decorate the persons of a malicious nature then they act adversely. <clears throat> Another example given by Chanakya Pandit is that a serpent that has a jewel on its head is still fearful because it is a serpent. A serpent by nature is envious of other living entities, even though they may be faultless. When a serpent bites another creature, it is not necessarily because the other creature is at fault. It is a habit of the serpent to bite innocent creatures. Similarly, Although Daksha was qualified by many material assets, because he was proud of his possessions and because he was envious, all those qualities were polluted. (coughs) It is sometimes therefore detrimental for a person advancing spiritual consciousness or Krishna consciousness to possess such material assets. Kunti Devi, while offering prayers to Krishna, addressed him as, Akinjana Gochara, one who is easily approached by those who are bereft of all material acquisitions. Material exhaustion is an advantage for advancement in Krishna consciousness. Although if one is conscious of his eternal relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one can utilize one's material assets such as great learning, beauty, exalted ancestry for the service of the Lord. <clears throat> then such assets become glorious. In other words, unless one is Krishna conscious, all his material possessions are zero. But when this zero is by the side of the supreme one, it, is, it at once increases in value to ten. Unless situated by the side of the supreme one, zero is always zero. One may add 100 zeros, but the value will still remain zero. Unless one's material assets are used in Krishna consciousness, they may play havoc and degrade the possessor. <coughs> this the sense, the Bhaktivedanta purpose. So, on <coughs> further to the request of uh, Sati, the beautiful wife of Lord Shiva, that let us go uninvited to the great sacrificial arena where daksha was performing was going to perform one of the <coughs> most uh, universal kind of uh, sacrifice where all the demigods, all the great personalities from different parts of the universe had assembled, was expected to assemble. So seeing the desire of Sati, of wanting to go there, the Lord replied, My dear beautiful wife, the last argument she gave was, sometimes we can go to." a friend's house uninvited. Lord Shiva differentiates here, my dear beautiful wife, you have said that one may go to a friend's house without being invited. And this is true, <coughs> provided such friend does not find fault to the great, with the guest because of bodily identification and therefore became angry towards him. So even though we can, no problem, we can go uninvited, but we will get he will again get angry on you. you will again create a, <coughs> a very embarrassing situation for you. So therefore he was advising her <coughs> not to go. And Lord Shiva further continues saying that um, how, no doubt, he is a great personality. Daksha, your father, is a great personality. But however... He has become proud because of his possessions. So, Shiva is explaining that all good qualities, if they are not (coughs) properly utilized, then they become poisonous for the soul. And basically, That is one quality called pride. So many good qualities one can have. And if somebody becomes proud, then all those good qualities will not be properly utilized. Rather they will be misused. (coughs) So just see how dangerous is pride. Pride of, pride comes from, basically pride means pride of possession. A, a, A pure devotee of the Lord, he always feels nothing is his. Not even his own body is his. It all belongs to the Lord. I also belong to the Lord. My body also belongs to the Lord what is mine also belongs to lord what in this worldly sense you say this is mine i and mine aham and mama when these two things the pure devotee is free from this so naturally he is free from the rasa of possession i am having this i am all those possession rasa he does not think that he has any he possesses anything and naturally you see because once you don't have that perception that i possess anything we are automatically there is freedom from pride <clears throat> a pride is about possession possession of good qualities oh, he does not he doesn't look so good i look so good he is short i am tall or he is poor i am rich he is not very intelligent. I am intelligent. Like this, you know, comparison is at the root of pride also. So, pride very difficult for people who always compare. Is a disease of comparison in the material world. You go on comparing, the person either is either he will he will get uh, uh, proud <coughs> or he will get. Envy, envious. If he has, when he compares, when he has more than somebody else, he becomes proud. When he compares and he discovers that he has less than the other person, then he develops envy. Why should he have more? Why not me? So, this perception the one who understands Krishna Consciousness properly, <coughs> only the soul is me. That also is belonging to Krishna. I am an eternal servant of Krishna. Soul is activating this body, this body is temporary, bodily qualities are temporary. Because these are all mm, three gunas, no? Prakriti Kriyamani, gunaikarmani Karmani, Sarvasha. Everything in this material body is all kshetra. Our thinking, content, content of our thinking, content of our feeling, content of our willing, it is all triguna. <clears throat> Thinker is a soul, feeler is a soul, willer is a soul. But what you apply your thinking on, what you apply your feeling on, what you apply your willing on, Being, last time we discussed soul, (coughs) soul can be, the soul can think, the soul can be, the soul can desire, the soul can think, soul can will, soul can feel will, and soul can act grossly, and soul can experience the experience all these things. So, soul is a, just like soul is a thinker and it is not what, what he thinks. Bhagavad Gita says, we are are seers, not the seen. (coughs) I see this body. Now I think I am this body. But actually I am only seer of the body. I am not the seen. Seer is different, seen is different. (coughs) Thinker is different, thought is different. Feeler is different. Feeling is different. Feeling is outside. Being is different, beer is different. in the in the entire sequence of things, what is in the top list? being, you need to understand this being nicely. Being means role play. Soul has got the ability for role play. In this life, I have get a human, uh, get a uh, man's body. I will be a man. I am a man. That you feel no. I am. I am is a feeling. I am rich. I am poor so different things add on to it but basically it's a it's a it's a self feeling <coughs> so i am the lord of all i survey that is a generic feeling of for all living entities in the material world that that is why that i am the lord of all i survey once that Identity is there, immediately I have desires following. What kind of desires? Lording desires. And according to law of karma, different kinds of lording bodies are given to us. Then life expands. Thinking, feeling, willing, experiencing. That's all life is all about. In this life, according to this particular body I have got, I would proceed with all these soul faculties of thinking, being, thinking, feeling, willing, desiring, experiencing. So, that being is a rasa. Do you want to be an independent person? All the other things, what you want, what you are, finally, just like I give the exactly, repeatedly this example to differentiate between the soul, Chetra and Chetrajna. Chetra <coughs> and Chetrajna. The Chetra is a field, Kshetrajna is a soul. The example I give of a mixer. A mixer, whatever you put inside, it will pulverize take out the juice you put orange you'll get orange juice you get apple you get apple juice is a mixer apple juice producer or is a mixer producer of uh, orange juice no whatever you put inside it will produce rasa juice right similarly in the soul (coughs) Moment you take the attitude of I am the Lord of all I survey, then immediately all my soul faculties, thinking, feeling, willing, being, everything will go and produce that kind of a Lording Rasa. The material nature is there to facilitate us that. Immediately, according to the law of karma, the material body is given to us. So first thing in spiritual life to get detached is to detach from this variegatedness of this material world. These are things that I am using. It's called user illusion. If I continuously use a car, I think the car is me. At least car, sometimes you have to park and come out. So it makes sure the car is not me. But this body, you know, right from the time you take birth, you don't come out of the driving seat. Mm. Continuously you are using. So therefore you start thinking, car is me. Mm. This is called user illusion. <clears throat> mm. You go on using something and you think that is you. Because it is always there. Mm. So, we are the users not the used we are the seers not the seen we are the feelers but not the feelings in this material world feelings everything is in three modes of material nature within the framework of material modes therefore Kshetrajna is knowing and then whatever the field is producing according to that Spiritually, in a dream state, he is thinking, feeling, willing. Ultimately, the experiencer is the soul, not three gunas, not the three gunas. So, coming back to this point here, how pride comes when one is in illusion that good things that I have, it has incidentally come, it will go also at the time of death, or even before death, also. Suppose somebody is beautiful. Within this life itself, as one gets aged, beauty is gone. So all these things are fleeting in this material world. All these good qualities are also fleeting. Attractive qualities, beauty, education, austerity. What austerity when I was young, what I can perform, will decrease as I go on in my age. Wealth, beauty, youth, heritage. And these things naturally give Rasa, positive Rasa. So therefore one who is possessing them becomes uh, blind due to pride. So often we wonder how to become free from pride. By understanding everything belongs to Krishna, whatever I have belongs to Krishna. Not only intellectually understanding, you feel that super-soul is seated inside. He is the first owner and I am the tenant. Whatever good qualities I have, Krishna says, I am the ability in man. I am this, I am that. All good things in the human beings that come. Because he is seated in our heart and he is the one who is sanctioning those things and the prakriti is producing those things for us to experience. (coughs) So how can it be? Me, primary owner of all these things is the Paramatma. This should be in this practice, this consciousness should be practiced if we have to become really free from pride. Otherwise, it will not go. Pride and envy will not go. And at the root of pride and envy is this disease of comparison. So a devotee becomes liberated, the soul becomes liberated. If it does not compare with other living entities. So why I have to compare? The whole world, everything is Lord is giving to different living entities, different things. No, nobody gets anything by accident. Nobody loses anything by accident. He doesn't lose anything by accident, doesn't get anything by accident. Perfect laws of nature is administering every living entity what he gets and what he loses. (coughs) If a karmi is very, very rich. That God has given him. The scheme of Lord has given him. Material nature has gifted him. Material nature is also following Krishna's order. It is his way of running this world. So, another person's possessions should never make us feel uh, envy. Neither our possessions, what Krishna has given us to utilize in His service, should make us feel proud. That quality should not make us feel proud. We can spiritually feel proud, which is a different thing. That spiritual pride is not social pride. It's not to show off to others. The spiritual pride is the it's a relationship between the Lord and the devotee. Thank you, my Lord, you have blessed me with this. It is a private rasa between the Lord and this. With gratitude he receives what the Lord has given. He recognizes what the Lord has given. Suppose he sees he doesn't have that, I have that. Accident, not that you go on comparing, but still you see, you you feel gratitude to the Lord for the mercy shown to you. You develop detachment from this material world. Don't feel proud. But internally you feel gratitude. Because you are recognizing that, hey, I am detached. I don't have attraction for this. Then you recognize that. And then you appreciate the Lord's mercy, Guru and Krishna's mercy upon you. And when you recognize that the mercy of Guru and Krishna is on you, that is a positive way of connecting ourselves with any good qualities that we have, that shines upon us. All good qualities upon us are shined by the Lord. And immediately that should be, if you connect it to the Lord with gratitude, then you know that He is the owner, He is the one who is given, anytime He can take it away. So this is something that <coughs> devotees should practice, and their big two big enemies, pride and uh, this thing, and, and pride and envy, and at the root of pride and envy is this uh, uh, comparison with other living entities. Because there is no Krishna in the scene, if Krishna is in the scene, immediately it goes away, pride. Everything that we have, at some time, it has come. If you have Krishna consciousness, it has come sometime, isn't it? We were karmis before. At some time, that means I didn't have this Krishna consciousness. Now I have. I didn't know any, any word about Bhagavad Gita. Now I know. I know. So, cause is Prabhupada and Krishna and that is to be given to others not to be utilized to show off to the others that i know more than you know don't you, we should not utilize that for our rasa we should utilize we should we should relish seva rasa from that that means give out to the others whatever we have we have to give out to the others seek the seva rasa not Bhogarasa. I will enjoy. <coughs> so the spirit, the attitude of that is very important for us. Otherwise, if somebody has knowledge about Bhagavatam, knowledge about Bhagavad Gita, <coughs> at the root of it there is so much of pride. The reason is while studying also, <coughs> by studying Gita also, his idea is was social idea. I should, oh, everybody should know that I know all the slokas of Gita. Then you, because of that you study the slokas. So at the root itself, your your learning of something. Itself is, of course, when you are kids and gurukul and all these things, it is all, even if social rasa comes, it is good. Doesn't matter, it will get purified by realization. <clears throat> Children are different. Uh, I want to know more slokas than... My other, uh, you know, my neighbouring student, he will study more hard. It's all social things. It's all okay. The kids. But as we become adults, nothing, no possession, no endeavour should be done for the sake of social rasa. No endeavour should be done. And that endeavour becomes impure. So, at the time of endeavouring itself, if the attitude is pri- is- is uh, just like if you, <coughs> let's say you build a temple, at the time of endeavouring itself, if you know you are not the doer, then when the temple is completed, you will never feel, I am the doer. But during the entire process, you have been thinking, I am doer, I am doer, I am doer, I am doer. End of the day, you know, the temple is built, then suddenly, you know, it's built up so much, I am the doer. You read Prabhupada Kita Sloka, I am not the doer, it doesn't have you cannot get realization. It will be just theory. Because we have fed all through. So every devotion service we do, we should always understand that <coughs> it is by Krishna's energies, Krishna's Shakti, this opportunity to do devotion service has come to me. Uh, Krishna and His mercy of his servants, I got this opportunity to serve the Lord. So that kind of humility should be there. Any questions? <clears throat> Hare Krishna, Prabhu. Hare Prabhu is, uh, you told about spiritual pride. Spiritual pride. Yeah, so uh, now I have some qualities and Krishna has gifted me with that quality. So, that is uh, humility, right? Bro? How it is pride? How it is a spiritual pride? No, you have a possession, no. You are possessed of something. When you are possessed of something, we feel gratitude to the Lord and you recognize that possession. And when you recognize that possession and you, you know, and, and feel blessed, if you don't want to use the word pride, you can say feel blessed. I am. I, I, you have to recognize I am recipient of the mercy of the Lord, my Guru. So then only gratitude will come. That is not a reality that you are received from Him. Then that cannot be. A, you cannot have a real gratitude to Him. So blessing, we have to count our blessings. If you have some good quality, you cannot close your eyes or good ability. Let's say you can speak well; you've got a good ability. You can speak Krishna Katha well. You have good ability. That is Krishna given. So you, instead of feeling pride about having that ability, be proud about the relationship with the Lord, Guru and Krishna. I have possessed; I am possessing that. I have got the mercy of Prabhupada and Krishna. That's why I said it is private. It is not for comparing with somebody or talking to somebody about it. Nothing. So it is an aspect of a relationship between Guru and Krishna. With with Guru and Krishna. See, no relationship will build without exchange of things. You want develop relationship with Guru and Krishna, you have to see and observe and see the reciprocations and, and the exchange of things. Relationship means exchange. Bhakti means exchange. You are offering seva and they give mercy. <coughs> and you relish that mercy and you relish that seva also. seva and kripa, both you, you, you relish. So, what are you saying? It is humility. How is it humility? You said it is humility, pride. How it is humility? No, humility in the sense, uh, because everything is uh, given by Krishna to me, Ah. So, I am utilizing for His service, is uh, humility, means I am acknowledging my possession, ah. but I am not uh, proud of it. So, it, is it not humility? Humility is with respect to, relationship with respect to others, humility. Humility is a value. With respect to Krishna and with respect to other living entities also, you don't ex- expect anything because you have something from from the world. Let's say I have a good qualities. Now. Oh, this man is not recognizing. He is not respecting me for that quality. So that expectation of that respect for a possession is humility. Is is lack of humility. And if I if I don't expect anything, why should I expect? This belongs to Krishna. If they see this and glorify Krishna, then I am happy. So, he has no expectation just because I got the mercy of, because I got blessed by some quality, doesn't mean the r- r- world has to recognize that I have that and you don't have that. So, that humility, see, just see how important, good question you asked, how important it is to handle the mercy that we get from the Lord. What mercy we get from the Lord, we should not misuse it. First we have to be feel blessed. When you feel blessed it is not it's a private thing between the Lord. Not for you know showing off to others or see he is not recognizing that, that he is not uh, recognizing my, my advance my advancement my detachment that I have got. He is not recognizing. No expectation from anybody. No expectation of respect, no expectation. Just because you have something, why jiva should respect? That attitude is not there. That jiva may be the loser is a different matter. If he doesn't take, give respect and take the right, you know, take the mercy, that is a different matter. So this pride is very important. And in this pride, to keep, keep, keep away from pride, uh, <coughs> if 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 you don't keep away from pride pride manifests in so many different ways so many different ways just like somebody will say oh, no i would only you know uh, <coughs> associate with uh, this kind of devotees i won't associate with that kind of devotees They are not advanced. He is advanced. All material differentiations. I will not take instruction from him. I will only take instruction from him. That Prabhupada's kripa is operating at all levels. He is unable to see the all-pervading mercy of Prabhupada. <coughs> because of that, because again the root, root is pride. Doesn't want to be humble. Doesn't want to be humble. Doesn't want to be servant of the servant of the servant. Doesn't want to be. I only want to be the servant of the perfect. That is not Krishna Consciousness. Krishna Consciousness says, become servant of the servant of the servant. You surrender to the perfect. But the attitude of relationship with everybody, even a new Bhakta should be servant. Why? That's good for me. Why am I here? Only why am I in the association of Vaishnavas? I can sit at home and do japa. We will never develop that. <coughs> without without Sadhu Sangha, one will not develop humility. It's a practice field for humility. So, this pride manifests in so many different ways. We have to be very very careful. At the root of it is I possess intelligence. Let us say somebody think I possess intelligence. I can differentiate who is more advanced, who is less advanced. No problem. You should differentiate. Three levels are there as in, a, in equals uh, uh, peers and peers and those who are l- new, less neo- neophytes, then those who are advanced. Three levels are there but th- those levels are nothing to do with kind of you know <coughs> um difference in 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 the way in which we see those things those levels as a front it's for details of vyavahara we have to differentiate but otherwise attitude difference is not there attitude is I'm the servant I'm the servant of everybody my servant, Attitude is what makes me instruct a younger devotee. What he does not know, let me tell him. No, this is not like that. It is not in a master mode. It is in a servant mode. I am your servant. Even if I am a spiritual master also thinks, I am a servant master. My role is master. My attitude is not master. Attitude is dasa. Attitude is dasa, role may be servant, role may be madhyama, uttama, all those kind of things. But the attitude is humility, dasa and humility. Otherwise we get lost in this pride. Krindaraj, Bhagavatam ki jai, Jagat, Guru, Shila, Prabhupada ki jai.